welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to the always wonderful host of this podcast, Miller Thomas, multimedia journalist and graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're going to be talking about last night's D-backs win. I know they come few and far between, so we'll get into that. Talk about Robbie Ray somehow pulling out the dub last night. And then we'll even do a little preview of tonight's game because I do actually want to talk about the Astros pitch a little bit. Got a little fun insight for you guys. So, But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Dimebacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, let's get into last night's game. D-backs versus Astros. The D-backs offense finally came alive last night. It all started not with any position players, not with any pitching. It all started when the D-backs decided to open up the roof at Chase Field. Because when they opened up the roof after the third, the D-backs went off. First, Lance McCullers came in, the Astros' starting pitcher. He was doing great. He got, like, the first eight of nine batters to ground out. He was looking dominant to start the game. And Robbie Ray was doing, you know, his normal Robbie Ray impression. Decided to give up, you know, two home runs before the D-backs battled it out in the bottom of the fourth. He gave up four runs before the D-backs even scored. And it was just another struggle for Robbie Ray. But when that chase field, you know, retractable roof finally opened up, the D-backs offense, they saw the sunlight, and they came alive. Cole Calhoun got it started with a two-run home run. It wasn't like he smacked the ball. It wasn't a moonshot or anything. It was a two-run inside-the-park home run by Cole Calhoun, a guy who's pretty stocky. You don't expect to run that well, but he, the ball, the way he just caromed off, uh, against the, the outfield wall, it just <laughs> took the, the worst bounce possible for Astros outfielder. Great for the D-backs offense. And it just caromed all the way out into like basically, you know, middle right field. And Cole Calhoun got on his high horse and was able to round the bases. And then right after that, Starring Marte with the beautiful bunt single just caught everyone off guard. And then vote double to deep center. Uh, actually, before he doubled to deep center, we had, you know, the bases got loaded. David Peralta came in, cleaned the bases with a triple, bases clearing triple, vote doubled him home. Now it's 6-4 D-backs after that, after the two-run home run, after the bases clearing triple, after the run scoring double, D-backs all of a sudden put up six runs on Lance McCullers. Then Ketel Marte comes in. He doubles home vote. Then Cal- Cal- Cole Calhoun, sorry, Cole Calhoun comes in. He singles deep right. Ketel Marte scores. And then Christian Walker comes in, singles to left, and Cole Calhoun scores there. And now all of a sudden, D-backs are able to get nine. Nine runs scored in the fourth. That When you just think about the D-backs offense, can you even think about them scoring nine runs in a game from what you've seen so far this year? Just seeing nine runs in an inning just felt, it felt like the last week of D-backs games combined, basically, because this offense has been so putrid. The offense has been so bad. They've been... They've barely been able to score any runs, so just being able to see them score nine runs in an inning has been... It just took my breath away, honestly, last night because I did not think this D-backs offense would break out in a big way like they did last night, and it did not stop there in the fifth. 
They came back with a Nick Ahmed two-run home run to put them up 11-9 because, of course, Christian Walker, you know, after seeing nine runs cross the plate for the D-backs, he couldn't come out and just have a shutdown inning. He had to get in on the action, too. He must have been inspired by Lance McCullers because he came in, gave up the immediate two-run jack to uh, George Springer. So now the D-backs are up just 9-6, to six, but then in that bottom of the fifth, as I said, Nick Ahmed came in, homer to left, and then David Peralta had a, a solo home run in the bottom of the seventh to put the D-backs up 12-6, and then in the bottom of the eighth, Eduardo, Eduardo Escobar homered, and that scored Starling Marte, another two-run bomb, so the D-backs hit, what is that, one homer, hit three home runs in this game, score 14 runs, and just another not another. It's really their first dominant outing as an offense, if you think about it. 14 runs by the Diamondbacks in this game. Really phenomenal. And, you know, you saw a little bit of everything in this game. No one really struggled in this game. If you look at the box score, every starter in this game got a hit. Even a John Jay as a DH got a hit. So everyone in this game contributed. He had three hits for Kittel Marte. He had an RBI, a two-run scored. Cole Calhoun, two hits, two runs scored, three RBIs. Starling Marte, two hits, uh, two runs scored, two walks. Christian Walker, two hits, an RBI run score. I could just go on and on. David Peralta, four RBIs, two runs scored, two hits. Just up and down this lineup, this, this D-backs offense produced last night, and they needed it. They needed this bad, man. It's been a while since the D-backs offense has come alive like this. I, I mean, against this Astros team, too. They're going to they're gonna need to score some runs. We know what this Astros team can do. They got Bregman. They still got Springer. They got Altuve, Correa. Uh, Michael Brantley is going to be returning today. So even if you think this Astro team is a bunch of cheaters, uh, they've shown that they can still hit with the best of them. They don't need those trash cans, and they put up seven last night. And that was a lot of uh, a lot of those seven runs that the Astros scored were because of Robbie Ray. The struggles continue. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to, what 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 more I can say about Robbie Ray that I haven't said already. The man has been struggling the whole season, and last night did not get any better. You guys know I have Robbie Ray on my fantasy baseball team, and before last night's game, I actually had to drop Robbie Ray to the waivers, and I'm glad I did. He gave up three home runs, made it through five innings, thank the Lord, but six earned runs. He finally got those walks down, only two last night, still the six strikeouts. We know what he does, but last night from the jump, the first, you know, one of the first pitches to the leadoff hitter, George Springer, was a loud foul ball, and... I knew from just the foul ball that this was not going to be a good game from Robbie Ray. I actually tweeted it out. Go follow me on Twitter, at CreatorThomas24. I was tweeting before he even gave up a run. I was like, this, this does not feel good right now. These balls are being, getting hit so hard, even though they're out. They're loud outs. They're, they're being smacked. These are laser shots off the bat. These, these D-backs, not D-backs hitters, these Astro hitters look pretty confident right now. And before I knew it, literally, I think, like, three minutes later, I said literally, literally, like, three minutes later, the Astros' offense just went off for those four runs, and Robbie Ray was already in a pretty deep hole, but luckily that D-backs offense bailed him out in the end, but... I don't know how much longer the D-backs can just keep throwing Robbie Ray out there without even getting any quality starts. I mean, this is three back-to-back-to-back bad starts now for Robbie Ray. I just don't know what he can do. Can you option him, send him to AAA? I'm not too sure. I haven't looked into that too much. Maybe you can look at the trade market. I don't know if you want to trade a guy in a pandemic. Morally, me and Javi Peno have talked about that. You know, we don't, you know, morally, is that okay to trade someone during this pandemic? So, 
I don't know what he could do with Robbie Ray. Right now, I feel like the best option, honestly, move him to the bullpen. I can see Robbie Ray being a, a dominant, you know, maybe relief pitcher just because of how good he is at striking out guys. You know, maybe could be a long relief pitcher if, you know, like a like a Taylor Clark or Alex Young if, you know, a spot starter really struggles. So right now I'm saying give Alex Young or Taylor Clark a chance to move Robbie Ray to the bullpen because these outings by Robbie Ray have just been atrocious. And the D-backs team are not going to climb into this playoff race if they keep putting Robbie Ray out there and he keeps performing like this. One thing that is not atrocious, though, is rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain store front. Wind are often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Just go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car truck, right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now, when I order food from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I've been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way for me to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKDOWN. That's code LOCKDOWN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. When you download the Postmates app, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it. And let's talk about that D-backs-Astros game today because for the D-backs today, you know, I'm not saying they need to score 14 runs, but don't go out there and just score, you know, one or two runs now after a big showing like that. I want to see more of the same. You guys came through last night. You guys did good with runners in scoring position. You got even creative. We saw that bunt single from Starling Marte. We saw... Guys hit doubles, which we don't normally see, you know. We saw the extra bases. We actually saw some power and slugging last night with the home runs. We saw guys come through with runners in scoring position, you know. 
guys on second, single, guys on third, double. You know, you guys actually did great last night when it came to offense, and that's what we need to see more today because I'm telling you, you, you don't have to put up 14 runs today. You could put up four to six runs today, and the, you will get the win today because Zach Gallon, my guy, is on the mound today. In case you haven't noticed, Zach Gallon, right there with Merrill Kelly, has been arguably arguably been the best pitcher on this D-back staff. And his last start against the L.A. Dodgers, he only gave up two earned runs, went six innings, gave up two hits, one home run, but struck out nine, one walk. So Zach Allen has been great in his last start, really cleaned up the command issues, really lowered those walks uh, from before because in that first game he had five walks and four innings, but only one walk and six innings in that second game. I like the improvement there. The nine strikeouts is pretty great too. And he really did good in that second game with throwing strikes in that first game. Only about half of his pitches went for strikes. 46 of 88 pitches were strikes. But in that second game, 72 of 98 were strikes. And so that's what I need to see more of today. You need to attack that strike zone because so far, when D-backs pitchers attack the strike zone and can locate consistently, their pitching has been pretty good. Just look at Merrill Kelly. He's been hitting his spots. He's not dominating anyone with a, you know, a super live arm, but... He's hitting his locations consistently. He's commanding his pitches, and he's been doing great. And so has uh, Zach Allen. So I'm confident Zach Allen's going to have a good start today because we saw him against the best offense in baseball already, or at least in, you know, in the National League, in the Dodgers. And he did great. He held his own. And so I have the utmost confidence. I've been clamoring for him all season. I think Zach Allen will have another great showing today. Now, the little tidbit, the little insight I had, about the Astros starting pitcher today. So I actually went to high school with him. Now, I'm not saying I was buddies with him. I'm not going to be one of those guys that pretended, you know, me and him chopped it up. He was like a junior or senior when I was a freshman in high school. So I do want to see him, you know, pitch well today. As for, I want the D-backs to win, but I do want to see him pitch well. He is a, a St. Joe's High School alum, just like me. So I want to see him well, uh, do well. This is his debut on the mound, Brandon Belak. And I think the D-backs could tag him up a little bit. He's not an overpowering pitcher. He's more of a change-up kind of guy. A low, he, his fastball sits in the low 90s, but he has good stuff. He has good command. He knows how to locate. He's kind of a guy who's a finesse pitcher. He's kind of a ground ball pitcher. He's not going to go out there and try to dominate you with the strikeouts, but he's going to try to create those ground balls and try to get those mismatches in. He's really good at that. So far, he's been pretty good on the years. Uh, Brandon Belak, you know, you guys probably don't even know who he is, considering this is his debut as a starter. But he's came in, I believe, with three previous outings as a relief pitcher. So on the year in 2020, he's been so far very solid for the team as a 1-6-9 ERA. And he's pitched five innings, only given a one earned run with six strikeouts. So he's been great for the Astros so far. And I want to see him be great tonight, but... That doesn't mean I want to see him get the win. Just because it's St. Joe's alum, that doesn't mean I want to see the Astros win tonight. I want him to do well. He can no-hit the D-backs through seven. I don't care. But once that relief, that, that bullpen comes in, I want that D-backs offense to go off and basically put up those six runs, those seven runs in those last three innings. And this way, you know, B-Lack could get a no decision and the D-backs still get a win. So that's the scenario I'm rooting for today. But overall... We need to see more of the same from the offense from last night. 
Don't go in a slump today. I loved what everyone did last night. You know, Marte Parte, I can always count on, but Cole Calhoun stepped up last night. No strikeouts, thank the Lord. Uh, Christian Walker has been great this season. I don't have anything to say about him, but Eduardo Escobar, hopefully that puts him back on the right track. His first home run of the season, he's been struggling with that power. And then David Peralta, you know, he came in with a home run and bases clearing triple as well. Nick Ahmed first home run of the season. He's only batting 105, so hopefully last night can get those three players going because, you know, the Marte Partes look good, Christian Walkers look good, but that's three players. Cole Calhoun, you know, his OBP is 340, so he's been solid at getting on base, but he struck out a decent amount, so about a third of this D-backs lineup has been consistently good, and we need to see at least another third of this lineup to be as good if the D-backs want to start climbing back in this playoff race. And if I take a quick look at the standings to see where they sit, the D-backs, I'm pretty sure, are still in last place in the NL West, but they can easily climb out of it. Their next two series after the Astros are going to be against the Rockies and the Padres. So, you know, you're going to be playing mostly against teams in your division. So you can easily get out of the basement if you are in the basement, like the D-backs, who I have the record here. They're four and a half games back. So that's a pretty decent margin. But <laughs> I'm looking at the NL Central. The Pirates are eight games back. So four and a half games back, I think you still have time, considering the Rockies are in first. You're going to be seeing them pretty soon. And the Padres, they fall into third, actually. They're two games. You're definitely going to see those Dodgers again. You're definitely going to see those Rockies again. You're going to see those Padres pretty soon. So, races, you're going to be playing the teams ahead of you a lot. And hopefully last night was an indication of better things to come for this D-backs team as opposed to, you know, more of the same from what we saw from the first 10 games because this D-backs team doesn't start to turn a corner in the second half of the season. be a very long season for this D-backs team. That's it for this edition of the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Don't forget to go to rockauto.com for all your car and auto body needs. And don't forget to go to Postmates. Download the app and use promo code LOCKDOWN to get $100 of free delivery credit. Let's go D-backs tonight. And I'm also rooting for Brandon B, but Brandon B-Lock, so hopefully he does well too. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. Peace!